1: I disagree on that, that's not possible. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on ambition. Yeah. Now we've, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back Rage Nation, this is uh, Dixon, and today I have Axel and Azul. Both apparently considered to be the same person for some reason. Uh, <laughs> they both... Play uh, Vassal a lot, and they both play Outcasts very, very well. And they were highly recommended to me by various other players. Especially, uh, shout out to Angel and to Radek, both of them uh, talk, you know, really well about you guys.
2: Pretty good, thanks. Despite weather being awful.
0: <laughs> uh, oh. I'm just blushing for that intro. Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I invited you guys over. Obviously, you guys are famous for for that in the Vassal community, for Outcast, and we don't really talk like we mention a lot in our episodes about like uh, Von show is like we call it a lot, and Vicky's also we mentioned them. I figured, you know what? We talk about them enough. Let Let me just get two people that obviously love the faction and see what they feel about the faction in general. What is your favorite keyword? uh in, in outcast or in the entire game oh you son of a <laughs> in Out, <laughs> in outcast obviously
2: it uh, it has changed a lot during the during my time as a player just for purely uh what I enjoy playing it's it might be tormented uh hey, what either that or Victoria no dis- shit like, huh. kind of, like the idea would torment how they how they can work pretty well together with like the many of them can set it up for the others where pretty much most of them can hand out staggered and then you can have the rest of the crew take advantage of that staggered.
1: That is or, so frustrating. I mean, the first time I got crooked manned, because that should be a verb now, it was super nuts. Like, oh, I move. OK, now you can't move. I'm sorry, what? It's like you stop moving over there. So that's okay. what you do. You just love like massively uh whatchamacallit like hitting people with hazardous terrain or you just have like other tricks that I should know about
2: I haven't used that that many tricks with hazardous terrain with them Though, mm. if there though if there are uh natural hazardous terrain of it's not uh, they tend to be a pretty good option because many of them can ignore it okay
1: and Augustus like the same thing I, I I would what do you okay so I gotta ask at least this one question. Does Augusta Hard do anything for him? Because I can't really figure it out.
2: I don't think he does much for uh, Jackdaw 1. Uh, I'm still a bit optimistic about him in uh, Jackdaw 2 because Jackdaw 2 is even more. Uh, uh, only attacks willpower and huh. he, he lacks the anti willpower aura.
1: But okay. He doesn't seem okay. to do much. I really, I couldn't see any use for him other than the minus one to willpower. So I figured, should I even bring him?
0: But hmm. all right. Well, what about you, Asahu? What is your favorite keyword? Uh, so my favorite keyword is plague. But there is a small caveat to that, which is that my favorite part of plague is um, Benny. Uh, every time I put extra rats on the table, I just get this like small dopamine hit. It's very addictive. Um, And Benny has a second (laughs) keyword, which is bandit. And I have been playing a lot of uh, Dead Man Walking lately. Mm. And I think Benny may be better in Dead Man Walking than he is in Hamlin. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) That's becoming increasingly strong competition lately. (laughs) I
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love Benny because I've been trying to make uh, Hamlin work again for me. And it has been it has been an odyssey I don't know how you guys play him like do you guys play him at all well I, I obviously you said that you like Hamlin, but you specifically said that you love Benny mm-hmm. so do you, what do you do with the big one and uh, same thing for you Axel like what do you guys do what's your game plan with Benny Well, no no with torment <laughs> in general for like the title or for the normal guy the oh,
0: with Hamlin Did you mean
1: yeah yeah we're playing
0: oh yeah okay oh. yeah for myself, I play Hamlin one um, usually mostly in keyword with one or two versatile models to drop schemes schemes for um for Benny. I find uh, the emissary is good for that. Um, if I'm on a budget, then a Catalan Rifleman does a great job just on its own. Sometimes Prospector, if I just want a model that's not really going to do much of anything, uh, but just take an interact action every turn. Hamlin. The title I don't tend to bring Benny into the title just because I the title doesn't really do anything to help the rat engine in my view. Um, he, he lacks the unclean influence uh action that Hamlin has that helps you get um kings onto the table faster and get more utility out of the rats. Uh, so I tend to tend to focus in other directions with the title. Which is okay. That's a big factor what I'm in me. Wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a big factor in me not liking the title as much because he's not playing Benny, and I like Benny. But
1: huh? Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start making some changes. And what
2: about you, Axel? It's uh, somewhat similar though uh, that I also tend to go with Hemlin one and Heming keyword with one or two versatiles, but uh, I tend yeah. to hire four rats at the beginning and then use the just a rat trick to ensure i have the last two to three activations yeah also, also means i'll have two focused uh, two fast red kings at the end of turn one yeah so yeah and yep, then yep. at the end you the end of turn after uh, not end of t- but after the in turn one after the opponent is out of activations then use Hamilton and an opponent close and then model is very likely to die either that turn or, or early next turn
1: OK, OK. All right. Well, I'm going to ask more questions about that later because I'm definitely more curious. But like one thing that I just read, that heard from you both, at least one of you is playing a title, a new title, I should say, because technically the first one's a type. Axel, you, you, I wasn't so sure that you are focusing on the insole. Are you focusing on the insole or are you just like using ham, um, Jackdaw and just like
2: letting it rip? Uh, I t- prefer Jackdaw 1. I've had some okay. trouble making the insult work. Okay. Like I hear, I hear a lot about using draw them in to do a lot of damage, but my opponent don't tend to group up enough for me to uh, hmm. to pull it off. Okay. And yeah, or they, or they make for some reason hazardous not work very well, or yeah, uh, or they just spread out so much that they don't that's they don't. They, they stay within three of each other. It's for the okay. for the auras. So, or they just fail right. to do damage and lose the aura. So uh, I
1: guess I guess I gotta ask then. As a whole, do you play any Jackdaw at all?
0: Uh, I do. I actually quite like the title. Um, I'm really? not the biggest fan of the uh, uh, the original version. I find him just a bit limited the way i like to play the game whereas i'm so a um, complete opposite yeah <laughs> and people say we're the same person <laughs> and uh yeah no I, I really like how mobile the title is i um i find that if i, I i'm i am like excellent that i do not get uh any real use out of the draw them in combo that you hit here that all that talk about um i'm much more likely to be using the uh just his his melee attack a lot and just fishing for burst of speed triggers as often as i can um because i find that opponents do want to spread out against him but he has a lot between um burst of speed uh his is it last words where it places the enemy base to base with him afterwards and um things like the hanged upgrades you've got a lot of ways to force your opponent back into clumps and uh those that upgrade that he puts out the curse of reckoning can be very punishing um once you're able to like force your opponent to clumps oh his bonus action as well his bonus action really helps get get your opponent sort of stacked up on top of one another
1: oh jesus cuz it's not even resistible jesus but if you don't jesus. you do need to put an
2: upgrade on them too
0: you do yes sure. uh so the the big factor is usually like taking his a couple of activations for to get card draw off torment, um, other get up other upgrades out and uh, hope that one of the cards that I'm drawing is like a a good mask so that I can get But at least one burst of trick uh speed trigger on his activation and get two upgrades um in play. Mm. If all else
1: fails, will you use a stone to get in there or you just like you just patiently wait?
0: Yeah, no, I, I I will I'll stone for a um for that trigger. Uh if not having that trigger means that I don't, um, well, how am I wording this? <laughs> as complicated as possibly. Uh, no, I-, I will stone for the trigger if it me if it's the difference between me getting two cursor reckoning upgrades out or not. Um, there's usually mm. a point in the game where uh, you have already forced your opponent into a blob around Thor, so right. um, it's usually turned to that. Um, it's really important to get that. To get get. Mm at least that trigger off at least once right after Damn. that you can usually force force things such that it's less necessary but
1: um... yeah, I really really like Jack Daw and V1 nowadays he seems like hell on high water he's just painful to play against how do you how do you live with yourself people oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay so wait does that even sound similar okay mm, I was going to say Axel you said that you don't do the draw the m. Do you do the same thing that he's saying? Like, do you in, on your heels to then do repress aggression to then do bursts of speed? Is that the combo? Is that what you should be looking for?
2: I don't. Uh, I have tr- yeah, I have tried it a bit though. Uh, don't always feel. I haven't used them that much. Haven't always been necessary to use that. Depends on how quickly they pass in but Mm, okay uh, okay
1: but on the first one what it since uh so i'm getting is that you i guess you like to play the first one better because you like to stagger people and just like discard their hand
2: yes just when you can attack with him it's just three times even if your opponent survives he's most likely out of out of cards and then you can heal, then he'll die quickly.
1: You know, the saddest thing is, I, I recently played this Jackdaw, I want to say like about a month ago, and I did that. I lowered somebody's hand to zero, and then they drew their hand back basically. I'm trying to remember who it was that they were playing, but they were playing a crew that basically drew their hand back again. And it was like a new title, but it was annoying. It was like, oh, okay, so discard your hand, you're down to like one card, and they're like, okay, cool, draw a card, draw a card, draw a card. Oh, it was Nelly. Nelly drew two cards from her own activation, and then she drew two more cards from something else. I can't remember what it is.
2: She has the bonus action that can draw two cards and she can. Maybe August, Yes, has that uh, bonus can, with the trigger on his bonus. He can draw up to two cards oh if there God. are nearby
1: models with distractors, That's what it was. That's exactly what it was then. It was so frustrating. I was like, aha, because I, I I figured it would be, oh, okay, this is pretty even. No, nope, it, it was not. I got destroyed. But now that I'm listening to you guys, I guess I should have been more careful what I fight. <laughs> okay, so, so far, Jackdaw, one person and so, one person normal. I guess the better question is, do you think there's any title that wins over the other across the
2: faction? I don't think so. It's uh, Outcast has been, I think, compared to other factions, we've been the losers when it came to uh, the titles what? no way and not, not like... that not that they're bad but I don't think we got anyone that is in any way that is particularly be- that are better than the old and I think most of the new ones are outshined uh, out, most of the new ones outshined by the by the originals
1: so that is I mean there's hot takes and then there's scalding burning oh my god my brain
0: uh, what the? I'm gonna just note here that I agree with Axel on this front. I, um, you guys
1: are high, both <laughs> of you. <laughs> I, I don't actually.
0: I actually think, like, uh, as a faction, we ended up in a pretty like good spot. It's not like our uh, titles are bad or anything. It's just I think consistently across the board, um, they read as options more than outright upgrades over the uh, hmm. the original versions. Um, the exception being. Leviticus, because being able to put all five riders on the table is just superior to anything Leviticus one can do. I don't care.
1: I love it so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's my favorite fucking thing right now. Yeah, just finished painting him, so
2: ready to oh. begin using him.
1: Yes, uh, I mean, do you as a whole? Do you have like a like a a mix of how many riders, Are you just like putting all four riders on the table and see, and just letting it rip?
0: No, you're doing it wrong if you're not putting all four riders on the table. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, I, I tried it with all four
1: riders, and, and I liked it, but it was, like, meh. For me, I guess I'm I'm just not that good at a player. And then I... No, no, I it, it's a, it's all to do
0: with whether or not it's the superior way to do it, like, opt- the optimal way to do it. It is just better, though. It's cooler.
1: Oh, it is. Hell, <laughs> it's a lot of fun, for sure. Because, like... All of a sudden, OK, OK, I can deal with these two riders and all of a sudden the other two riders you just can't deal with. Like uh, I had a, a one game where like people could deal with the dead rider, but they couldn't deal with for some reason, the hooded rider putting up the, the hazardous aura because it's hazardous aura from the, de- the the hooded rider is a six inch aura off a of 50 millimeter base. And it was just covering his entire crew. So every single time he did any action, he was just taking damage. It was so beautiful. It was the greatest. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I feel that that is a cool crew, even if it's it doesn't end up to be like super competitive.
0: Ah, uh, uh, yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent.
1: Yeah, sounds quite right. Oh well, actually, does that make it so that Levy one is not competitive or not fun anymore? One or the other? I think he's
2: I... he's still competitive and this definitely, but. Uh, whether it's fun depends on yeah that that's a matter of taste there's some that just likes having a master that ignores most defensive tech true and uh, that is perfectly fine i mean the yeah. uh, he's mostly said that he didn't get, that his new enforcer is completely useless in uh, levy one in the original levy
1: I mean, actually, that's a very good point that I'm going to ask you guys after the fact. Like, continue, yeah, yeah finish, finish your thought, but I definitely want to ask that question.
2: New Enforcers, like, it didn't really know what it was supposed to be doing. <laughs> I think the best thing you could say about it is that it can kill itself for two stones, which means that it effectively only costed two stones to hire it. And it's better oh, with okay. the horses because it can give uh, fake tokens to them, and you can actually hire it while still ha- hiring all four horsemen. Yeah, that's true. But it's you, probably more cute than it's good.
1: I like that idea that he only costs two stones, basically, because at two stones, I can actually see him as worth it. But the problem is, that it's not guaranteed. Mm. What about you, Asahul? Do you do you feel the same way as uh, about the Soul Battery, the yeah, most useless it, of turds?
0: It's a pretty, pretty poor model. <laughs> like it, it it's so messy as well. Like It's got this aura that uh, allows friendly models nearby to take damage to cheat fate off the top of its deck. And then it's got a healing pulse. But its healing pulse triggers at the start of its activation. So you're never (laughs) able to repair the damage that your models are just doing because you need to activate to set up that aura. Uh, Well, it's
1: it's not even an aura. It's one one Amalgam, Honeypot, or Horseman model can take one damage to buy you two cards. I yeah. was like, there are other models in the game that just let you do this. What the right. hell? And like, it's not like we got run. one of them. No, this one hurts
2: you to do it.
1: Like, other models are just like, nah, you just do it. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, we yeah, got yeah.
2: another model that can let you cheat off the top. Well, oh, really? only it for it one uses, keyword.
0: Yeah, Kenshiro awesome. it got, is the, uh, over in the Victorias. And, uh... Oh, my God. <laughs> the soul battery does not compare well. Um... So, yeah, no. It, the, the Soul battery is, um... a a strange weird little piece and i'm i'm not uh, it's you know if they didn't want to give levy a model then sure that effectively achieved the same objective
1: (laughs) they didn't do for lynch either like lynch doesn't have a model either if you look at it that way uh that's so sad well actually so now in general i gotta say like it keyword by keyword do you think the model that they got was actually worth it i gotta see this that's actually pretty funny of uh, Vicky's, do you think Kenshiro is worth it, and do you think Kenshiro is better in Vicky's than he is on on uh, Oh Yan Lo?
0: I mean, yeah, Kenshiro is fantastic. I I don't know if it matters, like like if he's which keyword he's better. He's probably you know slightly better in uh, Yan Lo because Yanlo can put his reliquary out ahead of time, so you can start generate three tactics oh a turn every instead of. Uh, uh, just the two that the Vix get, but he's a hundred percent work it, worth it. And uh, uh,
2: I I agree with most of that, but uh, would add that he does have one advantage with Vix compared to the compared to and low, at least compared okay. to and low two, and that is mm-hmm. that uh, the Vix uh, usually makes more melee attacks than. Uh, than Yan low so he will generate more value with uh, well, his uh, seeking the blade bonus action will be more useful with him. Yeah, that's true.
1: That is absolutely true. I forget about that seeking the blade, and I used him for that because I actually played the Vicky's not that long ago either. Like I want to say like two or three weeks ago, and and Kenshiro was like like MVP, like hundred percent MVP. This this man was like he's defense six incorporeal with seven health for some reason for seven points. I love it. I love everything that I just said because he's super fast and he is a great support minion that also gets to, you know, beat the crap out of people.
0: Yeah, the the fact that he's stat 7 on his attacks is wild. Like, uh, the first (laughs) first time I looked at him, I I wasn't particularly impressed by uh, that Weeping Blade trigger where he gets plus 2 to his damage track. But having played him, I probably get that trigger off more than I don't because your opponent is going to be a lower stat than you um, on yep. the defensive flip. So you're probably winning the initial duel. They're, they're trying to work out how high they cheat to prevent a 1-2-3 damage track. So right. if and if they're not cheating, you often get into the situation where like a 5 of rams is enough to win the duel, get the trigger, and become min 3.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. That actually happened the game that I played. I literally was like, all right, he flipped a 4. Uh, I'm at 11, and my opponent is like, oh, I flipped the five, I'm gonna ten, and eh, I'm not gonna cheat it. And I go, okay, a five of rams. <laughs> yeah. Just tape four, ignoring your armor. Like this is bullshit. <laughs> no, it's wild.
0: I uh I oh, that's so good. I, I think he's a great little piece.
1: Okay, okay. You feel the same way there, Axel?
2: Yes, I do. And he also has some that attack also has some additional synergy with uh with uh, Victoria uh, too, because Huh. If you, because you can set up the hazardous aura and his attack always moves the target so, oh my god you're right so he can push them uh, around that for essentially making his attack deal plus one damage
1: I mean technically speaking not only his attack does one point damage that cannot be resisted but he can also coordinate an attack because of the same thing that we just said about waping blade Yeah. Yep. So, oh that's insane holy crap I didn't even think about that that's really good because I mean she is a giant bullet magnet. People want to murder like Big Victoria's. Not, not
2: a literal bullet magnet because yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I know
1: I know, yeah, I didn't mean it like that, but yes, you're right. I mean you you're not
2: going to shoot her because she reduces shooting damage by 2.
1: Right, 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 right. But what I mean is like she is like people need to take her out because she is way too disruptive. She will kill an entire crew if you let her. That's, like, that's so, so nuts
2: still less destructive than Victoria (laughs) one are you serious well yeah yeah her her, her, uh, uh, advantage compared to Victoria one is that she's tanky Victoria ones are way better at killing because they have the same damage track uh instead of a plus flip to attack they have plus one to believe the the plus one stat they have a a trigger for to make the other big attacks and there are two of them oh my God I forgot that the uh,
1: this one's mine can also trigger off of another master. Yep. Oh okay, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Wait, you feel the same way? I
0: Oh yeah, no. I, I'm I'm like from across the table for example. I'm usually if I see my opponent pick the Vix, I'm usually more worried that it's going to be the Vix 1 than the Vix 2 just cuz holy it, shit. I I'm but when it's interesting cuz when I play the Vix, I'm usually I feel more on edge when I'm playing the Vix 1 cuz they die yes. so easily. So it's right. this um sit but it's a it's a funny mental i guess hang up or something to get into because uh Yeah, uh, every time I see my opponent declare the VIX, I'm like, oh, boy, I hope it's not those VIX ones, because they're almost certainly going to get the jump on me and just slaughter anything they touch. And anytime I'm playing the VIX, I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want to play the VIX one, because if the opponent gets the jump on me, then they're definitely killing a VIX.
1: No, no, actually, like, constantly, I'm just terrified. It's like, oh, my God, they have a willpower attack. They're just going to destroy this Vicky. (laughs) She only has eight health and a prayer. (laughs) <laughs> yep. but no you're right like as soon as as soon as you start putting them on the table if you get the drop on your opponent it's exactly how you guys say it's like just slice and dice slice and dice repeatedly because you have so many actions and your keyword by just by existing is so damn good at, at like my actions are just very strong mm-hmm. like their action economy is like probably the highest in the game a ronin automatically has four actions basically
2: yeah, if, you've, yeah, if you can ditch your cat. yeah if you're going to melee with them
1: yeah, true. They have I mean, three you... base actions, and then they have uh, unless you go into melee, in which case they have four.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they're some that's of the nuts. most some of the most destructive six stones minions. I think once had one of them. Yep. So one activation, uh, one activation at Howard Langston.
1: Yeah, that yeah, no, good. no, that's that's hundred percent true. Like I, I've seen that constantly. Actually, not even like a little bit. They can take down models that are way bigger than them, especially if they're armored models, because armored models usually don't have good defenses.
0: Yeah, I remember playing Talos into a uh, thick player who was like at one point going uh, from like about 15 inches away, going, Oh, can this Froden just one shot Talos? And then he did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, had, the, had the answer is yes. Had the ram in hand for the puncture trigger and then flurried and two, sorry, two, G- two swings and Talos fell over. It's great. <laughs> I would
1: normally do in the arms of... But for Talos, but I don't give a crap about Talos right now because <laughs> I hate Tara. I was actually going to point that out. Let's, let's just go to Tara, actually. I am hating on this girl. So I might as well like give you guys a chance to make me not hate her more. What about 33 in the Tara timeless you know, shenanigans that everybody, including myself, hate?
0: So personally, I am finding the best part about Uh, That the existence of that shenanigan is that when I declare Tara, Tara, uh, everyone preps for it, and I'm almost invariably preferring Tara 1 over her title. So I usually end up in this situation where my opponents invested 10 to 15 stones into preventing the 33 kidnap when that's not even going to be part of my strategy. So, I I will note, I do think 33 is, without a doubt, the best of the uh, enforcers we got access to, just in terms of how much he turned on the rest of his keyword. Like, the main issue with Tara 1 particularly is uh, you've got to hit so many TNs of 7 or less, and he helps fix your hand for that, and you don't have a reliable way to force a buried model, except with Talos, who both wants to be capitalizing on buried models more than he wants to be burying them himself. And it also is one of the... uh, Like, the only model in the keyword that can't be buried. So Mm. gaining access to a model who can be buried so you can use your crew's mobility and then force buries on other models, capitalize on your uh, keyword's um, capacity to just tear apart anything that gets buried, was, like, he just fixed so many pain points in terms of how Tara played.
1: Yeah, I hate her. 33 is a pain in the butt for sure and um she she deserves to die like for Riosies. Well, yeah, <laughs> all, all
0: that is without even getting into what Tara 2 does, which I'm
1: Yeah. All of that is without getting into Tara 2. You you just said why is so it that I have issues with this thing? Uh okay, sorry.
0: Sorry. Continue. that that was basically my piece i I, i'm i don't love tara too um i find she's a bit i feel she's a bit too one trick pony and everyone knows what that trick's going to be you may still be able to do it sometimes it just doesn't matter but i i I just enjoy the experience of playing tara one more i feel like she's more flexible and better at scoring but i gotcha no no i
1: it makes sense what about you axel like do you feel the same way like the whole 33 thing just makes it so that you know Terra one is even better
2: i don't really th- i haven't thought about about it much that way but it's probably probably true that i've often taken when i've taken Terra one and seen my opponent be surprised that i didn't take Terra two because everyone hears about the the 33 kidnap and uh, how hard it is to defend again against and think that that makes Terra 2 completely uh, broken but Terra 2 hmm. I found in in some pools she's she's great but I find that in a lot of pools she actually struggles to score points right so uh, yeah like as I said so uh, yeah. I think I'd say that in in most pools I prefer Terra 1 to Terra 2 though there are pools where I consider Terra 1 better uh, Terra two better, and for for thirty three, uh, think thirty three shots. Uh, yeah, a lot of the hate comes from what you can do in Terra, which is uh, Terra two, which is completely essential to Terra play playstyle, at least as far as I've discovered. Yeah. And in Terra one, I think she's mainly good, uh, pr- uh, uh, good but not OP because she does have some counter synergy with the. Uh, with Terra One, and that is that, once you pine box something with her, you can't really bury her w- un- without unburying uh, uh, the thing you just buried, right. which can leave which can leave her vulnerable if you're not careful. And in general, that the fact that uh, that a pine box unburies near thirty three instead of near uh, an enemy model can be uh,
1: that's insane.
2: I, I prefer if it unbury, uh, she'd be better if it unburied like Glimpse the Void, I think. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. But yeah. of course, she's good, so she doesn't need that buff.
1: So. <laughs> Actually, I mean, you could say you could say it's a buff, but the thing is, you just said something that Talos can do. So like yeah. you just you don't pick 33 if you can do it with Talos. You see what I mean? Like, yeah, but like, Talos oh, is not
2: going to... No, because uh... no, remember, you're teleporting
1: them in. No, no, you're teleporting them in. Unless there's like... Talos copy. You're, not, you're, not tele-
2: you're not teleporting Talos in. You can't Why bury not? him. You can't teleport him. Well, you can Why? teleport him a bit with uh, with the uh, echo markers, but... Correct. He, he can't be... And that's not how you're doing. You're teleporting back. You're not... Uh, you Talos is not far, fast enough to go and kidnap stuff.
1: Well, oh, I mean, he's not faster than thirty-three by one inch. Yeah, thirty-three but he's he is. is
2: thirty-three. Will be launched forward by an unbury. Talos will not be done be, do, be doing that. I'm so confused. Okay, so, wait, am I missing something? Yeah,
0: Talos does not have the rule that allows him to be buried with the stutter time action. So Talos is this uh, is the only model in the keyword that can't you can't take off the board and then put back on somewhere else.
1: Oh. So,
0: so in, practical, in, in, in practicality, Talos rarely goes very far from the deployment zone. He's usually um, swinging on things that other models have buried. So, he maybe takes a charge action and then punches whatever's buried, but he's not very mobile. And so, you have a lot more options with what you bury in um, when you bury it with 33 than you do with Talos.
1: My bad. I... I was just super confused because I assumed that it was the same. This is this tells you how much I played her. I played her once, and I basically stopped playing after I, I kidnapped somebody. That's nuts. So basically, if I played the game to completion, there's a lot more limitations to this keyword.
0: Well, there's one. <laughs> Talos, I think, oh, is, just the the one. <laughs> yeah. is the only model in the keyword without the from nothing rule. Uh, Everything else has it. Okay. So.
2: Everything else has it. Yep. Wow. I think until 33, he was also the only one without starter time. So that made him both the only one that couldn't be buried by your own models and also the only one that couldn't bury other models of your own. Yep. Mm. Now now, they made 33, who also can't bury your own models, but she can be buried herself. Yeah. So
1: neither Talos nor 33 can bury other people.
2: Uh, Cannot bury other friendly models. They can both bury enemies, but not, yeah, they can't bury friendly models
1: funny enough I thought that they could even leech pe- la- life off of each other I think they that can was Ken, flight, but, yeah. yeah
2: they can leech. Uh, oh yeah tell us can leech life off of friendlies or enemies but gotcha, he can't, gotcha, gotcha. can't start a time
1: right and it's only like those are the only two models everybody else has those abilities got it wow that's, that's crazy and I mean that's still like that doesn't make them bad models obviously because I no. see those models pretty much in every single list that I see either Terra. It doesn't matter which Terra. Also, I've noticed that like their lists don't change that much. Am I crazy? Or you guys play the same way? Like The same list that you play for Terra 1 can be played for Terra 2.
2: Almost. I pr- I bring Ionus with pretty much every Terra 1 game. I know not everyone does that, but I bring him pretty much every Terra 1 game. I never bring him in Terra 2. No Because shit. one of his biggest uh, draws in the uh, one of his biggest advantages it's in terror one is that he can unbury stuff okay. oh, unbury my own stuff uh, so that I'm not dependent on getting fast on enemy models but terror two can already do that herself so he loses a lot of value and he's a 10 stone henchman so you really need to get the get the most out of him uh, mm. if you're using him
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, I get that I get I mean he's super expensive at 10 points Huh. What about you as a whole? Like, do you also not bring him or do you have like something slightly different that I'm not thinking about?
0: Uh, no, I, I would agree with that. Um, uh, no so, so obliter- no. obliteration is a great keyword. It's one of the, it's um, basically every model in it is worth hiring. And so that's probably why you see the rules, see, see the um, lists all look the same. It's a, it's not, a, it's a, to begin with, it's not a big keyword. Uh, all the models in it are good. Uh, all the models work well with one another. And so uh, you very rapidly fill out your 50 stones just with key- keyword models and there's not much need to look outside it. Um, but Tara too, I it, it can be a little bit more flexible on the hiring front because, um, yeah, she doesn't need Ionis, who's a 10-stone model. I also think she right. doesn't need as big of a cache because uh, Tara, one, has no defensive rules besides her the hole in her chest. And, uh, right. She's a summoner, so she wants to be stoning frequently to to pull off that if you're not counting where your severe tomes are with a time warp. I, I, I probably go for... So I probably find that when I build a Tara 2 list, I have sort of 12, 13 stones more to play with than I have with um Tara 1. And sometimes like, those become versatile or out of keyword options rather than obliteration models, but... I
1: think like, the thing that I hate about the first one, I felt like being able to leap pretty much six times in a turn is insane. Five it's times. like everybody's like, see that right there. I heard that. But then there's event horizons as a trigger. And I I was just like, wait, can I, you know, give one of my models fast to then, like, give myself fast? Is that a thing?
2: <laughs> yeah it's okay. possible but you're not using it i've used the trigger once Ew.
1: okay my bad my bad my bad all right fine but like i don't know i mean i don't really summon as much with her i know that she's a summoner but like am i am i supposed to be summoning something every turn or is oh, that wrong no, too? No,
0: no no she's her first role is a schema um absolutely right um i usually find that she's so mobile she doesn't need all five actions to be scheming and she can afford to get a summon off um, okay but
1: so you should summon but you shouldn't you're not forced to summon you're more like you should summon because it's free might as well do it
0: yeah basically Is that right? yeah. Yeah. Okay. that's okay. how that's how i view it
2: yeah yeah uh, i agree sometimes you just even can't uh, spend, sometimes you have more important things to spend the cards on instead of the uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've often found that I didn't summon because I had more important things to spend my severance on like if I have the option between uh, summoning a White Hunter or not losing the Nothing Beast then I will choose to not lose the Nothing Beast or that some is... of the White Hunter or kill an, a big enemy model then I'll use it to ki- kill the big enemy model
1: yeah I mean the Nothing Beast is like super high value in my games I don't know how I said that this model is so damn good when it only has like like defense six in incorporeal. I mean, technically, I guess it has terrifying, but terrifying 11 never like seemed to be that much of a big issue. I love that model. I wish it looked better, but I love that model on the table when it plays. I mean, is there any tricks that I'm missing here with these models? Like, is there something that makes me go, oh my God, this is so fun. Cause like you guys sound like you're very happy with her and everybody else, including myself is like, oh, I just want to punch whoever made this crew.
0: I mean, there's definitely a difference between piloting it and being, having to face it. Um, that is that is
1: a true statement. If I've heard one, holy crap! Pi-
0: piloting it, it gives you very <laughs> you know now you're thinking with portals sort of energy. It's great. Um, as the as that's it all true. starts to like come together and you, you're ba- you're bouncing models on and off the table and everything's just mm. going wild. It's great. Um, it's very <laughs> root Br- 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 Goldberg, and that's sort of like what I look for in a um a master to be honest
2: it's yeah i right. Rube Goldberg machines ruining this game yeah I, I don't think she's quite a uh, R- Rube Goldberg because, because Ryle there, there are you can make plans that need a lot of things to go right oftentimes you it's just multiple plans uh, at the same times that that don't rely on the others succeeding yeah so right.
1: basically you're hoping that somebody fails at something and then you just it's like a trigger you're like boom I'm gonna Shoot my shot now! I'm going in.
0: Yeah, it it could depend on how many models you have sitting in the queue to come become unburied. Um, I I I really like summoning double void wretches. Um, because of the ex- the extra AP they represent, but they do make it a little bit easier to get into this situation where you start needing nearly every stutter time to be landing on an enemy model in order to get all your models back on the table. If you're in a if you're in a it's that that's usually if you've summoned the two void wretches and you've already got maybe two two friend, other friendly models buried um if you if you manage how many models are buried at one time a little bit better than that then yeah yeah it, it becomes a like i'm gonna throw six stutter times at you and you better uh, and if you fail just one suddenly i have options in terms of oh my god Net 33 is going to appear and um that sort of thing i
1: hate life right now oh my brain all right all right let's move on to something a little bit more fun von chill I know that if Chris was here, he'd be like, "Oh God, no!" But that's because he fights against this model a lot. Now, that being said, metallurgist Yeni, and which version of Unchul do
0: you think that he did the most work for? So metallurgist is a tech pick for me. I, I, I don't really? think it, I don't think it's a bad model. Um, I wouldn't hire it. I, I'm not going to slam dunk it into every crew, but if I know I'm up against someone who say Will be making a lot of hazardous terrain. I, uh, he's certainly worth considering.
1: So you don't even care for like the command construct ability.
0: It's fine. Um, wow. Uh, like, because he's the same price as an engineer, right? And so right. command constructs can give you an extra AP, an engineer can give you the a f- focus trigger, which is v- particularly on your your big ten stone construct henchman focuses. Mm very valuable because they both have those extremely spiky damage tracks with very good severes that you want to be trying for more so than your weak damage and okay. so i i look at command construct and the engineer being able to hand out focus very very similarly except the engineer is doing it while also churning out uh like more card draws healing giving out shield oh. like ex- more extra effects on there
1: I just hate the temper steel. The temper steel trigger makes me cry blood.
0: Yeah, like, no. Th- so that's another situation where it's 100% worth hiring the metalurgist. Is if uh, you you do think it'll be important to get temper steel, but it's it's a very high card burden, needing a nine for that to go off. Um, fair. That's fair. So yeah, the the and you you still need to be able to like activate before your opponent has activated with the um with their armor ignoring model in order to get any advantage from it so I, I, I like i don't dislike the metallurgist at all i think it's a it's a really nice addition to a keyword that's already filled with flexible hiring options and the ability to adapt to different pools and opponents and i think it sort of falls very much in line with where the rest of the keyword is in that yeah it, it, right. it's a good good hire if you Think you're up against the kind of things that it's good against
1: i was not expecting that i i assumed that she was a slam dunk because like i see her in every list for both hoffman and uh what's his face um the Free core but how about you axel do you simply feel the same way
2: pretty much uh, it, it, wow. if you are going to use it you should definitely use eric of course you use eric in most games anyway absolutely but, uh, yeah but it would uh, add that uh, um more that his uh, vent steam can be good good to protect you against uh, range and mm. also has that fun synergy with uh, with eric that if you punch something that's within uh, the vent steam aura you can do you do additional damage with eric because his attack also pushes you so, essentially, hmm. it brings him up to min 4. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll
0: note, I've, I, uh, in the past, uh, I've never actually done this, but I keep wanting to uh, hire the Metaller just out of keyword, because on its own, um, it's two different sources of hazardous terrain, since it can both give itself the landmines, landmines. and then put landmines on the table, and then put up event steam aura. If, you, if you've got a crew that can like really capitalize on hazards train like something like zip who's very good at moving enemy models
2: <gasps> um <laughs> oh shit then makes make midfall
0: yep it's great
1: <laughs> but oh my god it, it's very high That's on so my to-do gross. list that
0: <laughs> and, and he's such a cheap model as well the the metallurgist that uh or sheep is such a cheap model that um it's not that much of an opportunity cost no. to fit it fit it in and
1: yeah, she's seven points outside of keyboard. Oh no.
2: You pretty much need a construct in the same crew, though. You do. But you want hey, those power tokens.
0: Zip's got constructs, so. Yeah he's got,
2: yeah. yeah, he's got skeeters. And you're also always bringing a skeeter. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, always. I don't think there's ever a reason not to bring a skeeter, right? Or am I crazy? No, no, I no, always right. bring at least one skeeter. <laughs> they're just so damn good they're like flexible they can do they, they're very fast they can move your pieces extra they can grab schemes very easily and on a pinch they can fight if necessary and also yeah. they're red like surprisingly tanky they're, like defense five but armor uh one and uh half concealment all the time that's crazy yeah. well okay so not but you didn't tell me do you guys prefer it on the first or second do you even like the new title for Runcho?
0: I like him more than i did uh, having played him i like him more than when i first read him because when i first read him i was trying to work out what he did better than uh show one right the answer i think is that i i feel like he's a bit more efficient in terms of his actions um like okay. uh he's you're, you're getting double value out of your upgrades and you're um attaching upgrades in a way that it, like with, with AP that are doing other things besides just attaching upgrades, like if you end up in a situation where um, your hand is mostly Severe's, which can absolutely happen in Frycore when you've got access to tools for the jobs and models that, like uh, Yannick, just completely turns on the card for. the mm-hmm. um, Shield one like cheating, cheating an eleven to hit with heavy claws feels a lot better than having to cheat an eleven to hit the TN on load up, um, which is a situation I've absolutely been in with uh vonsho one. But all of that said, they I, I think they're pretty much emblematic of the where, where outcasts ended up with their titles more generally, which is that the, the title version is solid is an option to pick depending on the pool and the opponent. Um, but he okay. doesn't out like outclass Shield One. Shield one's still absolute Shield one's still tankier, Shield One's still uh able to I think score more easily on pools that require mobility and flexibility. And mm. whereas but uh Shield One gives you tech options and he can be better at brawling. It sort of depends on whether or not you're gonna want your master to be taking damage or dealing damage, but
1: I mean, he's significantly harder to kill, too, just on distance alone, because he's so far away from the fight. But he's also, like, higher defense stats oh, and
0: shit. Yeah, yeah. I I will actually use Shield 1 as, uh like, my tip-of-the-spear model on occasion just because he is so tanky. No between, kidding. But because he heals an extra point every time you heal him, it, like, damage that people throw at him can just be absolutely wasted. There's so many just one-point heals in Frycore that mm-hmm. um, just, like, get double value if you're using them on Shield 1. Um, I mean, that... he is a
1: living construct. When, whenever I healed him with the uh, with the Engineer, all of a sudden he was like an unkillable god monster. It's like, okay, now you get shielded and I heal two life. Yeah. So I, I see your point. That's like, I just denied three damage right there. That's nuts.
0: Yeah. No, 100%. Okay. So that that that's... That's where I'm at with them. I I like both of them a lot, and uh, you just sort of go with the one that suits your plan for the game.
1: All right, that's that's, that's fair.
0: All right, but Axel,
1: please tell me, you have something, like, come on now. You can't possibly think that it's not cooler to just jump in like the Kool-Aid man.
2: Well, it is cool, but it still bothers me that despite looking like an actual tank, he's less tanky you think
1: wow uh, oh, man i
2: he's covered okay. in armor from hit to two, and yet he still dies a lot yes yet he's still just plain squishier than than really uh... yeah. sure one yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, i think it's a cruel irony that uh the title it the the, the von schill 2 and hoffman 2 came in the same box and Hoffman 2 gets to be armor 2 while wearing no armor on his actual fleshy bits. Whereas Von yes. Schill just went head to toe and only landed at armor 1.
1: <laughs> I mean, it actually makes no sense to me why uh, uh, Hoffman 2 is armor. He should be armor 1 and speed 4. Like, it doesn't make sense that he's now a ranged beast that's literally just as uh, defensively, if not better defensively, than the first version of itself. Like that just makes no sense. But like we're we're talking here, Freikort. Like, uh okay. So my experience with him has been that the two inch reach keeps him alive farther than normal. So you're saying that the armor one and defense five is just straight up making him worse uh, for Vanchel too.
2: It's worse than Vanshell one. I mean, he's worse at staying alive. He's I guess he's okay. objectively. I guess he is technically better at killing stuff, even though. Uh, T- technically, Von Chill has a higher damage potential, but it's uh, Von Yeah, yeah. One, uh, but it's much harder to reach. And I guess if you count the blast, possible blasts, it is possible for Von Chill two to do even more. Yeah, also I nice mean, to have first... an, another source of ruthless in a faction that does not have much yeah. of it. Plus, yeah. he has, uh like his advantage. the The good thing with Von Chill two is that mm-hmm. he does a lot. He has a lot that Outcast, in, uh, as a whole, does not have a lot of. Like he does, uh, he has a two-inch range, which are I think only five models in Outcast has. He has Ruthless, which is only four. and This is Mm -hmm. including him. He can remove any kind of marker, which is including him only three models in Outcast that can do that. Right. So he offers a lot of tech that's not otherwise available. Though the marker removal became easier with the change to the uh, to the Dragon Trooper, which is also in Keywords.
1: That's true. That is true. I actually, that's a model that I wish I could see more often.
2: The I Dragon use it Trooper, all the time with Fry Corps now.
1: No kidding. Wait, okay, so you're, you're using it on, on Fry Corps one? Like, I'm sorry, Vacho one? Is that yeah. one?
2: Yes. Also
1: I in, mean, he is a minion. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, is he amazing,
2: is. isn't he? Yeah. Maybe satisfying when you use him to remove, I think, four, ice, four or five ice pillars at once. <laughs>
1: oh i forgot that that was a thing <laughs> oh that's pretty funny you do that with light it up right that's, yeah that's that's just yeah, the yeah, yeah.
2: best shockwave in the game oh that's so a shockwave funny. that you use for all, everything but this actual shockwave effect
1: you use it for everything other than the shockwave effect. Yeah, it has two... like... yeah. you can just ruin somebody's uh research mission immediately you're like all right, i activate the dragon trooper you don't get the point for research mission
2: yeah and i also remove some conditions from myself in the process
1: yo that's right that is true because it's automatically suited oh my god i didn't even think about that this guy is annoying as hell i'm surprised i haven't seen him more often because i i as soon as i saw the changes to him on the errata i assume he'd be everywhere but i don't see him as often as i guess i should i want to get through all the keywords like you guys said zip earlier, and I now I have to hear you guys' thoughts on that. You think first things first, Bo Fishbacker. Personal experience, that man is a fucking legend. Bo is like the best in that keyword, in my opinion. So please be gentle <laughs> if you don't think that he's good. <laughs> that bar's- how do you how do you feel? Well, actually let, let's continue with Axel. Axel, how do you feel about Bo?
2: I feel Bo is a very good model, but that uh, Infamous is one of the worst keywords at actually taking uh, using him. I think he's just find that. Yeah, at least the way I play them, because Bo is a model that benefits a lot from uh, the crew staying together. He wants to have everyone within that six-inch aura, so he can keep pushing them out when they when they get it. But Infamous <laughs> is a keyword that's very good at splitting up, especially when I use them. So I have trouble actually keeping him uh, a place where he d- is can do, can reach his fullest potential. I've used him mm-hmm. a lot with EVS, and he's just amazing there. But uh, I think yeah, he's still with Infamous. He's still fine as a. He's still good enough as a seven stone model, especially with okay. his for his heel. But I feel he is. He would be better in a lot of other keywords than than Infamous.
1: Personally, I love the the piano markers. That's like my favorite thing about him. Uh, in in that keyword, also lead the way is just like more yeah, obscene the, movement shenanigans. Yeah, but the, I, the, I the see what are saying. The
2: building concealment messes with that. I'm sorry. The 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 concealment auras, the sputtering exhaust from Sip and Skeeters and Maris means that you can't really. That means that that makes it harder to use lead the way because it suffers from concealment, and you Holy can't ignore grab, those auras. Cheating yeah, yeah no, I've been I yeah, the same problem with the uh, toss in the mud and rebel yellow why does that keyword get all those all those textual uh, all those attack actions you that do not ignore concealment that you with a team that you want to use on your own models
1: i mean i still think that they should just be considered attacks melee attacks uh
0: look yeah i, I think bo is awesome um i agree that it's hard to really capitalize on lost in the bio with him in my in my view he sort of picks a buddy uh usually someone like mancha and um sticks hugs him as close as he can hmm. but it's pretty wild that he has like he's three stones less than the hodgepodge emissary and is nearly as good at healing as him um i yeah sometimes better but yeah uh yeah, the I, only other I, thing i, I was gonna funny. say is uh so the thing i really like about him though is yeah is, is the fact that he can make markers hazardous because zip has so much movement and no access to hazardous in keyword by default. So, mm-hmm. um, I've like the reason I was talking about the metal before is cause I have a habit of just like scanning around for hazardous options to combo with zip if I'm in a sort of punchy mood with zip prior to the Metalurgist and bow being available, the really, the only option was rusty Alice in, our in our cast, which. Was only good but was quite an investment and she also suffered from the whole half half, fact that half of zip's keyword created concealment or as your opponent would sometimes end up in so that was
1: my personal hell
0: i uh i love (laughs) the fact that there's now a source of hazardous in keyword for zip and i just i yeah i think bows neat neat very neat
1: now i feel terrible because most of my game plan is lead the way related and almost everything in the game in that keyword is going to be affected by concealing holy crap damn it axel why you have to teach me something new? <laughs> so,
0: if you just <laughs> if, if, if you send your concealing models out to, out on their own missions and leave uh bow and mancha together they're very happy together because mancha is yeah. not concealment and um, so he can be led around yeah. the table perfectly
2: fine and he's a model that really wants to because he can't be fly with me
1: also true that's a very very big point he is not fly with me and yeah he ignores severe and hazards so he can just like keep keep swimming basically keep pushing forward i I gotta oh my god that lead the way hurt my soul (laughs) i am so sad right now uh i was gonna say like earlier when you guys are saying that it's so funny that he's three points less uh, but he heals better than the than the emissary sometimes that is a true statement because of reconfigure right is that because that's what i was thinking about you cheat a one of rams or like a three of rams or you know something really low and stupid and it counts as a nine of rams and yeah. now you have extra supplies yeah exactly yeah that's
2: other, super than, dumb. other than reconfigure he doesn't heal he doesn't heal better because
0: yes yeah, no, yeah, like, otherwise he, he has to get a little bit lucky day. To... yeah um, they both have the better. trigger so
2: uh, they, they both have that trigger to heal so and emissary can make you heal when you activate near it or give you region so yep. yep, yep, i'd yep. say at most is as good as the emissary and that's that's actually that's okay for him despite being three points cheaper because nothing of what the emissary doesn't do anything with t- 10 stones but it does a lot of things that combined is 10 stones
1: yeah yeah Sometimes it feels like he's like thirteen points wrapped up in a ten-point model, but you're right. Like it, he's he's worth ten points because of his whole, not because of the one single thing. Whereas Bo has like four or five things that individually could just win you the game. Like I've seen Lost in the Bayou win the game, which is so nuts to think about. Like I, think, no, I, I, I guess I think you guys they actually don't... won
2: me my last game with, or at least yes, yeah, 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 last time with the. Uh... Lost in the last, my last zip game, the one against Manaikal Kekl. Actually, that would have been a tie if it hadn't been for Lost in the Bayou.
1: Because, like, Lost in the Bayou just gotchas people all the time. Because it, it Bo is not easy to kill unless you have willpower attacks. I find at least, like, he's just tiny, so he's really easy to hide. And then on top of that, whenever he does come out, he's defense six or seven against shooting. So unless you have willpower attacks, like he's just really hard to take down. And Lost in the Bayou gets him out of combat, usually. Like it's super dumb. I have won some games, it, I'm assuming that's what happened. Your opponent cheated an attack that you were doing on them, and you moved him. Uh, anyway? I, no,
2: I cheated the defense and pushed him. <laughs> <laughs> OK. So in my opponent's Fairly. defense, he didn't ha- have the movement to get close enough to uh, to get around Lost in the Bayou. Like if, gotcha, if you okay. you if he could have charged into base contact then i wouldn't have been able to uh, to push out but he uh, he was uh, he was uh, seven inches away and he would he only had moved six so he would couldn't move five off so it wasn't really a gotcha it was just yeah. like but it, yeah. it
1: just ended up being that way all right yeah. all right okay so and in- I know this is a silly question, but like, do you even play the? Either of you play the title Dread Pirate for anything other than the laws? Like, is there a serious reason to take Captain Zip, the Dread Pirate?
2: He can push it, uh, like not Sip. He can push Mancha around, speed him up. That's and, it, and he can remove Marcus. and he has better card draw than uh, than uh, than Sip two, and, No, than Zip one. And if you're not fa- if you're not facing uh, guns, he's actually technically more uh, survivable wait hold up a minute
0: and he can and he can scheme it is worth noting
2: yeah yeah, yeah and he can scheme so he does have a lot of uh, a lot of good things but
1: okay both of you now are saying things that are like really really strong uh wait you guys think that he's actually good enough to like just like pick for for specific reason
0: i haven't played him yet uh so but i it's very high on my to-do list um I, mm, mainly because I I moved house a couple of months ago and I seem to have lost my Zip crew during the move, which is annoying. I'm sorry. So, um, so I'm still in the process of rebuilding that. And uh, But, you know, I, I, I can see stuff on his card that I like, so I um, do want to get him on the table. But I'm going to reserve judgment on whether or not I think he's a competitive choice, and particularly if he beats out Zip1, who is just so, so strong. Um, until I've actually had a few games and can speak with any real real authority on the subject.
2: He, he does, of course, have that big advantage that you can lead the way on him.
0: Yes, he's not concealed.
1: <laughs> that is true. That is true. He doesn't. Okay. So I guess he is a good pairing with Bo because he would be able to, to be pushed and then full speed ahead. So you can actually, this is actually kind of fun because I like the idea with Mancha Roja. You just push Mancha Roja a couple of times. And you don't have to hurt him because that's the, that was the biggest issue that i had with normal zip is that i would charge mancha roja push him like forwards but i had to damage him and sometimes i would get unlucky and hit him for like three or four damage because that happens you know flip three cards and still hit a moderate i hate that four cards but yeah. four cards, yeah <laughs> oh uh, that's right he is hard to wound okay okay i might actually have to start playing him again because he he was definitely fun when i played him but i just I was so down mentally on him that I just didn't even care about, you know, to taking him seriously. Definitely need to start playing him. But you said that you haven't even played him, Masao?
0: No, no, I, not not because I don't want to, but just purely from a logistics issue, right? I just can't, I don't have the models right now.
1: Oh, no, no, I get that you don't have him in real life, but uh, I'm in in Basel. Have you had a chance at all, or, or are you just like holding off on playing him? once uh, you have them in real life
0: so I normally play uh vassal with crews that I either know well okay. or uh, like because I've already played a lot of games with them in real life or because right. I um uh there's been a few case- cases where I've just set myself a challenge to just like play a particular master into into okay. everything so I haven't yet done that with zip so haven't haven't tried them on vassal as a result
1: all right well that was significantly cooler than I thought it was gonna get out of Zip because I love Zip when I was playing uh Outcast. I was a little down on him when I was playing Bio for some reason, but I think it's because I love playing him with Barbaros. I don't know if you guys play with Barbaros as a model, but like I love him as a beater. No, I, I, I'm oh, a big fan crap. of Barbaros.
2: I do, I do like what they did to him in the errata, even though I don't think that he was the one that most needed an errata, but right? they probably <laughs> just did it because they needed to give him the return keyword. And, th- and since they were already going to errata him anyway, they might as well uh, take a closer look on his rules.
1: You know, that actually is the most logical sense that I've made out of that errata. I was like, he was already good. Why don't you they, they buffed them? Like they buffed him even better than he was before. Why? I, I was so confused. I think his and problem you just be, said yes. the most logical. word. What's yeah.
2: up? His problem before was that he was. Uh, I guess he was good, but he didn't really do anything that the that the keywords didn't already have in keyword.
1: He was like, a thank your version of whatever beater they had in the keyword.
2: Think think most most keywords didn't really need uh, an, uh, another beater, and now that. That they gave him the ability to they make, made him a better tank with thanks to better defense but also thanks to court in the ring, being able to oh my god yeah
1: oh such a good ability being able to i'm listening i'm listening i'm just like i'm yeah, so, so excited so, about. Ability. so they
2: they gave him a role that uh, is while he can still kill things they also they, they also, he also can now do things that are not uh common in the keywords like it's better at keeping your model your other model safe or just taking the damage in return.
1: God, I'm so excited for that return keyword. I saw that new Gwill model, and I definitely want to see what Barbaros is going to be doing in that. Because uh, that's funny enough to think about when when that keyword comes out. Barbaros can actually run it as a crew in Outcast. Yep. So <laughs> that's another that's another option that we're gonna get as a because he's already good now with yep. just the Nephilim. Imagine now with the return. Oh, that's so good.
2: <laughs> he was already our best leader. That imagine the mature Nivlims when there's also a guy that uh, can give, decay the models they engage with and heal them on the blast. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That is so, oh, oh, that's so good.
1: I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> they should just make him a master now. Damn it. All right. All right. All right. So... Oh, God, I'm so excited. Actually, no, no, no. I'm going to ask about that. Do you think that there's anything... Because I know that Nephilim got the Noxious Nephilim. And I know Pete actually played the Noxious with Barbaros. Have either of you played Barbaros in a competitive setting? I know that I did in, in GG1, but not since then have I played Barbaros as a master. I have not, no. Um,
0: no. no not in a competitive setting, no.
2: Neither of you? I've, no. I played hmm. him in the, that event for a week. Well, we couldn't use masters, and he did great there, like really great. Like, well, oh, I, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, two 80s. uh Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you monster! <laughs> yeah, it turns up, turns up. Mature with mature nephilims with servant fi- uh soldier, of, uh, soldier fire is pretty damn good.
1: That is so gross. Wait, okay, will you said that you didn't even think about him.
0: No, no, um, I haven't really considered them for uh, competitive play, but that's oh. again, again, that's a significant uh, part of that. Is I don't own the Nephilim models in yeah. in uh, real life, so I have no um, experience to fall back on. And then when I get onto Vassal, okay. I'm playing crews that I know inside and out. So, oh um, yeah, no, I 100% understand. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I will say it's been pretty high on my wish list for a very long time, but I haven't been able to rationalize it yet. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get. Uh, we talked about a little bit about
1: this in the beginning, but like Bandit, I don't like the new Dead Man Walking, but I definitely love Pearl Musgrove. So, as a whole, what do you think about Pearl? Is oh. she is she great? Is she like does she work with Parker?
0: Yes. Uh, so is. Pearl is so, so good. I love it a bit. Um, doesn't matter which Parker version it is. She's great in both. Um, okay. She, we were just speaking of Barbaros. She actually works really nicely with Barbaros because her draw them in can both heal Barbaros and push a whole bunch more models in to have to deal with his Black Blood and his um, Court of the Ring. Um, oh my so, god. So <laughs> if you want a crew to use uh Barbaros, but like she can't. It's worth remembering that she can't heal him with her reformed ability because he's not Bandit or Frontier, but she still right. provides some healing for him with a pretty low TN action if she can get a ram, and um, she can. She likes to force models together into clumps, which is good for both Barbaros and for um
1: Mad I mean, at that point, I would trade a ten of Rams, even <laughs> if it only forces my opponents to flip an A. It, I, I pay a ten of ramps if it means I heal Barbaros and I force multiple models to do the the TN thirteen. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, that's yep.
1: a really good ability.
0: Yeah, and look, I love that she makes a she can make an enemy scheme marker that has so many different uses. Um, I, I adore Pearl. She's fantastic. Yeah,
2: I I love her too. Just the just alone the the ability to uh, drop put down an enemy scheme marker on command just the five as a bonus action, that is just great in power like you both it's just first of all it's a bonus action to give someone fast and can also heal someone when it goes away just uh, you, you also at the same time can get a push from uh, uh, on the vocal ra- on a book and when it removed if you for some reason hired a uh what's it called Dead apple bios- biosmogba then mm. uh, oh yeah yeah, that outlook can push itself towards. It can yes, only yeah. push tormented models <laughs> Yeah, but if, if you for some reason hired a BIOS marker, you also get a card when the when the marker is is removed. Uh some, hmm. I have considered if that actually makes them worth hiring. When it's uh like it's a free card. And card draw is always good. But other than that interesting. The, yeah, other than the the ski marker, yes yeah, it's he's just Decent model, thanks to while only six inch range on a gun, it's still running gun still means that it's a effectively eleven inch range with blasts and some nice triggers. Yeah, all, all in all, she's uh, pretty good for seven, for seven stones in that in that keyword.
1: I've seen I've seen Pearl more often than I see Sue, and I think Sue is like a pretty powerful model too. Am I wrong to think that, or is that like a normal thing that I should be expecting from now on?
0: I um I would think you're wrong. I don't like Sue very much. But Okay. That's, I do like Sue. <laughs> my uh my personal hang up with Sue is so bandit's thing is stat five attacks, but they get to have positives. Right. Which means that you're more likely to win the initial duel, but you're less likely to win once cheating becomes involved. And to right. me that means that I prioritize being able to make many attacks rather than a few good attacks, because if you're if you're only throwing a few good attacks at your opponent they do want to cheat against them defensively. Um, so Sue getting mm. Sue not being a fast model with uh, a three four five track is much more tempting to cheat against than say a combat gunslinger who is a fast model but only has a two four five track. So um, your there are more they end up with more attacks to cheat against and. Uh, less return on investment for their cards if they're cheating defensively. Um, so I tend to prefer a convict gunslinger uh, to Sue.
1: Really? Holy
0: shit! Or or a Waco Raider uh, or like it, Bandit's in the unfortunate position of being sort of saturated with um, uh, cost eight models in that respect. Um, I think they've got like four, between, if you throw Benny in as well. <laughs> and... <laughs>
1: I mean, but Benny, in my opinion, he's worth the eight points. Holy crap!
0: Uh, in Dead Man Walking, yeah, absolutely. And Pearl, then at seven, is only a little bit running a little bit behind. So I'm not not done door Sue as a result, but he's not a bad model. I just usually have right. other priorities, and there are so many options in that bracket that that one of those higher priorities invariably wins out. Yeah, I, like I said, it's like I keep seeing Pearl.
2: Like he's one of the. Uh, other than Mad Dog, he's the only I mean three in keywords, and that's the, the yeah. one of the only ones that uh, they, that don't really care much about getting uh, neck clips to damage. Like there are a lot of two, four, five in uh, in bandits, and that means that Heart to wound can be really uh, frustrating because it's it becomes hard to get above weak damage. Mm. So being able to do three or even four, if you can get a crit strike on on minimum de- on weak damage with him is very nice also the ability to turn off triggers can just be amazing in the right uh, matchups even though it does require him to get close but the opponent will often against bandits make sure to get close because they don't want to stay at range against bandits
1: how can I say this if you can get injured on the opponent Sue becomes a like a really dangerous model but I guess I'm missing out on on a couple of things here on just like I don't play this Keyword a lot because both of you are telling me basically the weakness that sue has sometimes makes him not worth the points although axel you will work harder and making him work because you like them in three damage
2: yeah I, I use him quite often so i tend to think that he's that he's worth it also because okay. well he can he can afford to to try it's what it's uh yeah much much less worth 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 it for opponent to tie him or or it's much more useful for him if you can cheat up to a tie it's more likely to actually give good results with him than with any of the other models in in the keyword other than metal. yeah
1: yeah no i absolutely i i have so many issues every single time i play against him because uh every time i play him when i was playing neverborn i had to kill him if i was playing pandora i had to kill him first because the man in black will ruin my day like if he's within 3 inches of pandora pandora can no longer do uh her defensive trigger and i know a lot of people don't think like oh my god the, Atlanta- the man in black is is not that great it's like no 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 this ability is nuts good because Within three inches of him, you can't declare triggers. It's also both offensive and defensive. So you can't trigger out. You have to move away from him. That's an action that you have to do. Like, I don't know. Personally, I think Sue is good. I'm surprised to hear that Asuho doesn't like him. But I also understand that Pearl has just been doing fucking God's work in a lot of, like, uh, plans. Man, I, I thought that the bandit was going to be a boring keyword. But apparently, it's a lot more complicated than I thought. We haven't even gotten to the master yet. Yeah, no, no, that's true. I mean, I also, yeah, exactly. I was going to ask that now because, like, I, I, I thought that you said that Benny was like the, the, the get him kind of master it of the crew, that like, the real powerhouse behind the 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 crew. Because there's so many ski markers down that you just put out a whole bunch of rats. Is that why?
0: Uh, yeah. So I think that's less the case with Parker One because Parker One will often be eating the uh the markers as fast as you put them down himself. Yeah. But the Dead Man Walking version, 100% love. I love Benny in uh, Dead Man Walking. Um, Hmm. I think they work really well together. And um, and it's for exactly that reason. Because the Dead Man Walking, the title, has no use for the markers himself once they're on the table. He doesn't pick them up or anything. So unless you've brought a lot of Life of Crime models usually end up with a pretty saturated field all these enemy scheme markers lying around that you don't have an easy way to remove but benny can mass remove them which then you combo with pearl because pearls um reformed isn't once per activation or anything so if you remove like i've straight up done this if you remove seven markers in a single action with benny that's seven points of healing you get to dish out to whatever's nearby so I I, yeah. I I think Benny, when that happened, had two hit points left or something and then just shot straight back to full.
1: I have seen many, many similar things with the uh, stupid, uh, the brush fires or whatever the hell. The, the, oh, her, a- the other her AOE attack? Yeah, the cloud. No, no, the dust cloud. The severe dust cloud marker thingy. Oh okay. I've seen that shit in Frontier. In Frontier, just like fully healed a ride car all the way back to hell two turns in a row. I was like this is some bullshit you have to kill pearl first and then kill reikard and Rykard will definitely not let you do that and that's how dumb that is if you
0: want to know if uh, so one funny gimmick i found is um because reformed works on any marker blow it to hell on mad dog uh, is now something i habitually drop near my own crew (laughs) because there's like a margin if it's within three inches if but not within two inches then uh you still have your cover but when the blow to hell marker is removed, and it gets removed as a cost, uh, so you, like automatically every time you do the action again, um, it's it it almost gives uh, Mad Dog regeneration. But then, of course, if the blow to hell marker gets placed in such a way that it's removing other markers, because there are your opponents maybe brought some destructible markers, then right. Mad Dog is also a healer, which is um strange when it happens but
1: <laughs> I am so sad right now because I didn't even think about that that's some gross stuff holy crap
2: kind of mind is good for your health yeah uh. yep.
1: <laughs> 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 wow that's amazing I didn't even think about that like as soon as you said blow it all to hell it's just like my brain just like put the pieces together and I'm like oh my sweet baby Jesus <laughs> this is not okay because like you can literally start activation life of crime heal one go to hell remove the old one heal another one yep then remove whatever amount of destructible terrain there is if any heal x like it's so dumb what the crap
0: that is exactly (laughs) that it's so entertaining when that dog goes off and suddenly there's all these healing pings flying around the place and your opponent's going oh that's so gross (laughs)
1: Oh, oh! I need to, I need to see this on the table. I might have to actually start picking up barrels, just like I start playing Mad duck more often. Okay, so what is the trick with Dead Man Walking? Because I, one, I don't see him being played, but I heard that in Australia people are playing him. So I'm assuming it's your fault. Uh yes, that would, uh, <laughs> that, that would be me. <laughs>
0: um, uh, so yeah, like, like most, uh, most people, I think, when I first saw the card, I was pretty pretty disappointed with him um it was probably the saltiest thing i got about uh, anything in uh uh malifaux burns actually because i i really like parker I, I really wanted his title to be good and i was like ah oh, master with a stat 5 min to attack and a and the um perdition aura which like was looks like the coolest thing on his card. Also, seemed like non functional on arrival. Um, because yeah. it's an aura, your enemy can always place the uh ski markers that you drop with the drop it trigger so that Parker can't see it, which means that the damage pulse never happens. Like, what? So, like, he'll get it in his activation because in his activation, right. Drop the the dropper trigger requires it to be in his line of sight, but if say Mad Dog goes and gets a dropper trigger, your opponent places it so that Mad Dog can see it, but Parker can't. Um, just uh-huh. place it on the opposite side of the base to Parker, so perdition doesn't happen. Right. So that was all pretty disappointing, but then I. After mulling on that for a while, I was like, okay, so you ride a crew with a bunch of models that don't need Drop It to drop scheme markers. So I just started throwing in um, So Mad Dog, because Mad Dog is both good and also has Fistful Scripts, so if he kills someone, he gets a drop a marker. And then Pearl, because Pearl drops a marker as a bonus action, and that marker can do a nice little damage pulse. Then the Emissary, because the Emissary does the same thing. Then I threw Benny in there, because, as mentioned, there's not much other use for all these scheme markers I'm generating, and um, when rats dies, rats die, Benny turns them into scheme markers.
1: And into cards, and because into cards. when rats die, yep. they draw you cards.
0: Yep, draw you... you know, there's a card cycle, you draw a card, and then you ditch one to get turn it back into a scheme marker and get the uh, perdition pulse. And then I ended up with... Uh, so that ended up being the core of the crew, and honestly, I could do an entire episode just on how fun this crew is to play um, okay so because you just I, I... it's uh it's a lot uh, but the end result is every activation you are getting off this completely these completely unresisted big pulses a two inch pulse of uh, one point of damage and it starts to really chip down your opponent um, particularly if they're remotely clumped if you and wouldn't you know it Parker's uh, lasso. Very good for clumping up enemies into groups. And then you throw in Mad Dog's AoEs all over a bunch of models that have already taken a bunch of ping damage, and you're starting to get like moments where Mad Dog cleans three models off the table. Or I am so sad right now. And the way <laughs> the way Benny works in this crew is so fun because normally Benny exists as part of this rat engine in your back lines. And okay. he pumps up rats, pumps out rats, and then the rats turn into rat kings and move up the table and fight and that kind of thing. Um, in huh. this crew, Benny works completely differently because all the enemies, all, all the markers that you're dropping, you're dropping on top of your opponent in order to get Perdition pulses, or with drop it triggers, so they're being placed base to base with the opponent. So when Holy Benny, crap. so in order to get his summons off, Benny is running up at the front front line and then summoning rats on top of the opponent. And then you're taking Benny's um, swarm them bonus action against enemies that already have a bunch of rats near them. So Benny turns into this big like clutch hitter like that. That moment I did, I was, I was talking about before where Benny removed, managed to remove seven scheme markers in one go and get seven points of healing off the pearl that also placed right. seven rats on the table, which meant he right. then did an eight damage bonus action. That just ripped an opponent's piece straight off the table. It's
1: in the arms <laughs> of an angel.
0: Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's like, so sad. Like I said, I could go on and on about this crew. It's it's so. No, insane. no, I get and, that. Um... I'm
1: definitely, I'm definitely gonna have to like set that up because I want to get uh, what call it? I want to get back onto the keyword. Because uh, I never played Bandits, so I'm gonna talk to to Pete. Uh, this this uh, probably is gonna take me a little bit, but uh, listeners, we definitely. I'm I'm actually very interested in this keyword now. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> All right, sorry. And Axel, uh, how do you feel about either version? Like, do you even play the title? Do you prefer to have the first one?
2: I have played the title a bit. I've haven't uh, made m- many of the same conclusions about him. Well, with much of the same thought process that. He looked terrible at first but turns out that if you can manage to ma- to take if you can manage to probably use perdition it mm. helps a lot i think i realized that in the game against colette where sue popped up the dogs that placed scheme markers because he plays scheme markers when he kills and yeah huh. and the opponents started to group together and oh right suddenly the the curfew duet is gone because of all those uh, unresisted pings
0: yeah I, oh uh, my god i will note i was i did i was a bit down on sue before but i have played sue for that exact reason uh quite a bit <laughs> with this uh with version of Parker. okay that's fair I, I still lean a little fair. bit towards the gunslinger I just like what the gunslinger d- brings to the table more, a little bit more but um no Sue so, so fits the profile of a model that works well with this version of Parker.
1: damn it I really I, okay so I want to talk about this more but like definitely gonna have to like this is a full episode like you said because like there's so many other questions that I have but like I said listeners hopefully uh please uh little patience I am so sorry because I didn't realize how much there was packed into one keyword. But let's just get let's get with Hamlin real quick. Uh, unfortunately, I've been doing terribly to the point that I'm almost like quitting on the keyword altogether. Uh, the seized containment unit has not, you know, wowed me. Am I wrong? What am I doing wrong?
2: I like it a lot. The bonus action to both move itself, but also move a lot of or potentially all your other models Hmm. Is uh, yeah, that's uh, a powerful tool. Also, to also just because it can get get it out of engagement and start shooting. Uh, yeah, it also it get yeah. Out of yeah, it's also got a. B- both the attacks are pretty good, especially the the flamethrower. With the, it's always good with the flamethrower with the blast and weak and burning. So it's essentially it's effectively meant to on uh, on the blast. Or, a, or a damage and a blight token if you prefer that.
1: Honestly, I've never I played him probably like six, seven games, and I've never once put out a blight token with him because fire seems so much better.
2: Yeah, I think it's me too. The axe yep. is also, so uh, the axe can be pretty fun against uh, things with conditions, especially if you right. are, attack something with shielded, then you are <laughs> putting off that shielded to do extra damage.
1: I love it so much I actually yeah that's my favorite That and focus because like people forget about it and they're like all right I charge okay uh I'm just gonna flip normally cool okay or yeah. I hit you remove focus and I do plus one damage I'm like wait what and I I
2: guess <laughs> since it's uh, a s- since it's a cost of the trigger you can actually mm-hmm. remove the condition even though you miss
0: <laughs> well you... No, it sounds right. <laughs>
2: because you you declare triggers before you determine success, so uh...
1: you're right. Holy <laughs> shit! I didn't even think about it. Oh my lord, my brain! <laughs> I've been doing this wrong. You can remove the condition,
0: uh, so you could actually swing on your own models. Fo- don't don't relent. Force the attack to miss, and now he's condition removal. Yeah, Holy
2: but he shit. can only <laughs> remove conditions with values. So
1: true. true. Uh, good way of game plan. Or reduce the value of any of his conditions by one. You're right. You're absolutely right. Also, he does more damage if you do that anyway. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's, yeah, it is condition removal at the cost of, like, hopefully only two life.
0: Well, uh, you just wouldn't relent against it. Because, like, like, Axel was saying, you don't need to win the duel. Oh.
1: So. <laughs> You're right.
0: You, you yeah, cheat absolutely. a weakened yeah, hand or something to make the attack miss. <laughs> that is, that's true. Holy crap. Oh, my
1: God. Now, see, now, okay, okay, you gave me some life. Is there any other tricks that I should be, like,
0: looking for? Oh, yeah. Or is it just... Really important ones. Yes. So, this model is the DCU. Its axe attack mm-hmm. should be referred to as the Snyder Cut.
1: The, the Snyder Cut? Okay, that's pretty funny. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs>
0: um, I will note... Uh, so, I've played the DCU a lot. I love it. It's a really good attack. Uh, that that Ooh, flamethrower oh. is extremely strong. Okay, I, I gotta ask first things
1: first. Like, Axel... Uh, 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 was it uh, Plague 1 or Plague 2? Like Hamlin the Piper or normal one?
2: Uh, I usually play uh, the normal one, though I would probably take DCU with both of them.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Alright, sorry. And that's all you were saying. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. Um, I've used the DCU more with 2, but I have... um Because 2 I've been building for it a little bit um more. But it's been so good with the, almost without support that... um. Uh, I've started taking it into one as well, and I'm a big fan of it. In either crew, with, with either, okay, uh, okay. I'll, I'll th- note I rarely ever have space for the Catalan Brawler in Hamlin One, but in Hamlin Two, I'm I, I actually like the Brawler a lot, and the Brawler synergizes with this model phenomenally because he uh, applies staggered on his melee attack and can generate a ranged attack, and then this is a ranged attack that targets move. So he debuffs the, the target stat to the point where you're often, you're flipping a six against a three. And so you're just trivially get landing, landing these flamethrower hits um, hmm. on whatever the brawler is punching. Wait, am I
1: missing something? Does the brawler also make you ignore negative flips like friendly fire and stuff?
0: Uh, he does on his hold down trigger. Oh, okay. So you have to hit the trigger. Yeah, but the, he, he can the spend his own hit points to get that trigger.
1: Right, right, right. So you have to attack somebody, stagger them, hold down trigger. Okay, got it, got it. I gotta remember that. I gotta remember that.
0: Yeah, it, That's it, pretty it's pretty gross. It's a good time. Um, the other, the other big one is, I like honestly, if I get a like just one good shot off with the DCU in some games, it immediately like changes the entire game because if you can land that severe damage and get three damage and burning on like half your opposing opponent's crew. The board right. state has suddenly shifted dramatically. And to make it worse, like the, the best turn I've ever had with it involved getting the uh, severe damage with mass hysteria. My approach to Hamlin 2 involves quite a lot of versatiles ge- uh, and out of keyword models generally. So I'd, ha- I'd taken Alice. With the logic basically being that since i was already hiring the catalan brawler and make sure that there were two good guns in the crew for it to um generate attacks on in case one of them got engaged and as a result i had a pit trap and then i landed a severe damage uh attack with the flamethrower with the mass hysteria trigger and so half my opponent's crew ended up being shoved into a pit trap on fire and copping three damage off the blast basically ended the game on the spot it it was
1: yeah, no, that will that will end friendships. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, God. And, oh, God, my brain. <laughs> so far, I'm listening that I have to start looking into my versatiles, because I keep doing poorly just going all keyword with Hamlin too. That seems to be a problem.
0: Yeah, uh, Axel plays this differently from, from what I've heard, but my... Um, I... Really? I've played him twice okay <laughs> all right uh i have played hamlin uh to a bit more than that but um i don't like particularly like how he works with his keyword i don't think there's really anything on yeah. his card that pushes him towards his keyword he's very good at getting blight out on his own um so i like the bleeding disease models with them nixon the obedient wretch and right. i like the dcu with him because as mentioned um if you're already sort of leaning at a keyword the DCU's just a good all round model, and it just sort of does its own thing. Mm-hmm. And then after those three keyword models, I start grabbing, you know, your Rusty Alices and Catalan Brawlers and whatever, sort of um, start building out into something that tends to resemble a bit of a gun line. So, um, with maybe a model or two to, dedicated to running schemes.
1: I mean i i the coolest combo quote unquote that i did with hamlin 2 is i got barbaros and Barbaros would like double walk into position and then hamlin would just like obey him into bring uh doing bring it on hamlin because hamlin doesn't have a melee attack that was like my the ps versus resistance so i was just like oh my god i'm
0: so excited well I, the one i uh really enjoyed was the so the catalan brawler has the daze trigger on his toss in the mud um uh-huh. hamlin which, so, which applies stun to your own model but hamlin has nihilism so i was using toss in the mud on mm-hmm. hamlin with the, the using the catalan brawler's um uh price of progress to build in the day's trigger and then right. discarding a card for nihilism so i could ignore the stunned and the right. result is five uh, for one ap you get to move with the the brawler, you get to throw uh, Hamlin five inches off the table. Um, because...
1: Oh, well, and remove a condition because he can. I just read that you can also remove like if he's on fire or if he has like injured. You could just like, nope.
0: Yep. The other so the other really cute. So the reason I was hiring Rusty Alice is because those pit traps I think work very well with Hamlin's kit because if Okay. <laughs> so the stupidest thing I've ever done was um, you obey an enemy model. You obey it to charge huh? Alice. You charge it through Alice's pit trap, uh, ending in the pit trap. So it's taking a damage from that. Then it, then it attacks Alice. Uh, y- because you control both Alice and the attacking model, you control both sides of this duel. So you make the attack miss while making sure Alice has a tome. So it, she takes a damage from her defensive trigger. Right. And then it takes another point of hazardous damage for having resolve the attack in the hazards okay. so the obey just did three damage and two points of injured to the opponent's opposing model
2: there's one way you could do it even better and that is if oh. you hit the tome trigger on the obey because that gives that uh, pushes, that pushes the two enemy. inches yeah yes yeah yes. and that pings for oh. the obey itself so then it would be yeah it requires <laughs> it to be closer but that would be three pings for the pit trap and one for the for the yep. trigger
0: and then another and damage it it... when it activates near Alice from entropy. The only reason I didn't do that one was because I was taking the other trigger for uh, two blight tokens on the model. Oh, okay. so so, and remember when we're talking about triggers on Hamlin two, uh, his bonus action lets him guarantee his triggers. So right. my usual approach to him is uh, stoning for the the plus two blight trigger on his bonus action, um, right. and making that first, and then all of the following actions get the trigger built in so you do that obey that i just talked about that does three damage on its own and take the trigger that gives it gives the target two more blight and now they're on four blight they've taken a whole bunch of damage they're injured and you start going for your bleeding diseases, and the trigger you get to build in on your bleeding disease pushes the targets. So now you're pushing them back through uh, the pit trap, in addition to doing four damage, bleeding diseases every time. It's oh dear god, brutal. Th- <laughs> trigger... It just melts a model.
2: And the trigger pushes them even though, even if you fail. So if there's some Joker that messes things up, you still do a damage and an injured.
1: Yep. I mean, it literally does it on the uh, whatchamacallit trigger part, like it, on the declared triggers event. Yeah. That's when it immediately, yeah, yeah, that's insane. Because I do it now before we have a total. This uh,
2: effect happens at the end of the action, so So the injured wouldn't be uh, applied.
1: Ah, uh, uh, so yet. the injured, okay, so the even though that immediately happens before we get the totals the injured doesn't get applied until after the action is resolved. Yeah,
2: because it doesn't suffer the damage and injured until after the action is resolved.
1: Yeah, that's true, that's true. I don't know why Is said... it? Thank you, thank you for reminding me. Because, like, for some reason in my brain, I was like, I can do it now, her-her! Like, no, that's that's super broken. <laughs> so oh my god, now I want to try some this, stuff. This is
0: my pitch for why Rusty Alice is a uh, bit of a slam dunk with Hamlin too. The main cautionary note I want to main, ma- make add to this is... um. If you're bringing Alice into a Hamlin 2 crew that is already mostly ranged models, you can end up with a very static uh, approach to the game, and that can be pretty bad for scoring. So you do need to make sure you have a plan for how you're going to get points on the board. The the, combi- the combinations Hamlin 2 can do with the Pit Trapper are fairly unreal. I enjoyed a lot. And he also... I mean, if you're not leaning very hard into the keyword, you don't have very many rats, which means you don't um, draw a lot of cards. So it can actually be really important to make sure you're capitalizing on the injured from uh, that pit trap to make sure you're landing your jewels more reliably. I've
1: actually. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm just like, my brain is exploding from this information because I now want to like play. Rusty Alice and the metallurgist, in the same key in the same uh, uh, list.
0: I, I did look at that. The main issues uh well, one is you do need both of them, um, because otherwise there's no construct for the um metallurgist. But the other issue is right. that vent steam is giving concealment to whatever you're pushing into it, which kind of messes with what Hamlin wants to be doing. But you can just not do the vent steam and just go to be happy with having landmines and a pinch trip. Or but... Or, because
1: this is the reason why I was thinking about it, you can just music in the air and just do, like, three points of damage just some on the trigger alone without having to hit at all. You're just like, oh, okay, I target you. Music in the air. Pop, pop, pop. Music in
0: the air. Pop, pop, pop. There's no reason <laughs> that, not to do it. That's fair, you know. Uh, I, uh, look, I i i'll admit i hadn't entirely thought that far ahead so um three damage i
1: mean back, you what, three you da- did this
0: three damage that you don't even need to win the duel for that is is getting pretty nice yeah
1: <laughs> yeah this is this is your this is your fault you have uh, made me start thinking about stupid things like that yeah. You monster how could you i'm gonna need
0: to try this as well all right <laughs> that <is> hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious be- all right all right
1: so <laughs> to finish to finish out the the podcast last thoughts you guys think that the because chris keeps swearing that the faction is like top tier do you guys think it's top i mean not top tier sorry he thinks it's op i think it's not i think it's top tier but like what would you guys put her at like the faction at all because it seems it's very healthy at the very least
0: yeah i wouldn't i don't know about uh op but um suddenly we're in a ve- like there's no sort of one model you can point to and say that sort of breaking the faction or giving it an unfair advantage we're in this really nice specific, well okay terror, okay, terror. okay but but like she's not <laughs> she's not helping other keywords is what i mean there's no like there's no must we're in a, this lovely situation where all of our keywords tend to function as intended like you they make you want to hire mostly other keyword models they make you so um and those keywords have all sort of work at a competitive level um doesn't mm. like it doesn't matter if it's uh zip or door um leviticus or parker like there's all ways to play these keywords without reaching for uh like super friends lists that are just a grab bag of the best models from the faction um, okay so we're certainly a faction in a very good spot where like you can basically grab any of our masters and say uh and play them in keyword and do well at a pretty high level, yeah. I, like it, 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 in an upcut, in an errata, I would expect Tara to to be specifically uh, to be touched, just because she's clearly have having a negative experience for many people, whether or not she's broken or not. Um, I think the I think it's fair, clear that she's just making the game unpleasant for for people who are running up against her. So she's something I would ex- expect to be changed. Um, okay. But I'm I'm sad to hear that, but yeah. <laughs> but I don't know so much what like the top contenders after that for nerfs would be. Like I could mm. maybe see Yannick to tone down Von Schild's card draw options, but
1: Boo that's boo. But from there you know, There was much booing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but from there it starts becoming like all of our keywords just sort of work. Um and they yeah. so there's it's um you're less likely to so nerfs to one model aren't really going to impact the whole faction which is like it's good i like i don't actually by any means think all of our keywords are op so yeah i think it's just a faction in a very very good spot and because we have so many good options it gives us just a lot of versatility in the competitive space
2: gotta uh, gotta agree with most of that uh well, of course i don't want to say that my own faction is overpowered that's <laughs> no one wants. No one wants to admit that they that they're only winning because it's their models that are stupid. <laughs>
1: I mean, at this point, I can safely say, Axel, you're not winning because the faction is overpowered. Because you played the faction when it was considered the worst in the game, and you were kicking ass. So, just saying, but, uh, just with that, yeah. stop beating, uh, you know, tiny seals with this overpowered <laughs> faction, you monster. Yeah,
2: but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't agree that there, are, there, are, mm, not at least not in my experience any keyword models that you often see out of keyword. though i have heard complaints about mad dog but it's not something i i see though i don't actually pay much against outcasts for some reason but yeah uh, don't, don't, i don't think there are any keyword yeah no, no keyword model I'm seeing much use out of keywords in my experience hmm. and yeah well, there are some true. some versatile well all right, there's one versatile. That sees a lot of use, but even then, uh, that's the emissary, many yep. called it the yep. best emissary. But even then, I wouldn't say it's uh, it's overpowered. It's a very solid model, and it does it fills out niches that that uh, a lot of keywords, uh, at least, it fills out. It it does it has a lot of roles, and most keywords like at least one of those roles like mm. some keywords like a healer some needs uh some better mobility some needs some scheme markers right and, and sometimes i call it a crutch yeah <laughs> <laughs> because it can do everything but it can't do anything at a 10 stone level so you actually need to make it do everything To okay
0: yeah uh, yeah 100 like it, it's a higher like at minimum if you're not benefiting from at least the mobility like you need to at least need the mobility the marker at least two of the mobility, the marker or the healing. If you're not, if you, if you're only looking for healing, um, it's extremely expensive for what it. Does it's getting outperformed by a low river monk uh, for half the price for if you're um, just comparing it on healing terms. So it's um, it's a very good model, but you need to be using all parts of the animal to really um, make it worth its cost.
2: Preferably the debuffs yeah. as well, because it. Can hand out both injured and slow. Yep. And yep. if you're no, lucky, you can also move the enemy.
1: It's... God almighty, I love that slow on that trigger. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, on that, that built-in so trigger.
2: Built-in trigger. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So I gotta say, I'm very happy. Finally, that the faction that I played for almost a decade is finally in such a strong place that I'm like now not even wanting to play it now i'm just messing with you guys i actually i am i'm trying to get back into the keywords i've heard you guys say a lot of stuff that makes me very excited to try definitely for playing. oh my god i want to play rusty alice now so bad yeah no that's that's it i'm just very happy for it so with that being said thank you guys for listening and to start flipping cards and flipping tables bye